our church celebrates the feast day of St. Lucia. The following are some thoughts on her life and works. St. Lucia was born in Syracuse, Sicily in the year 235. The daughter of pagan parents who became Christian shortly after her mother became a widow. After the death of the father, Lucia came to know the light of the Saviour, but her mother withdrew into the darkness of paganism, responding to her daughter's pleas for Jesus Christ with a scepticism that made her little better than an agnostic. How Lucia became so devout a Christian in an atmosphere less than conducive to recognition puzzled her mother, but it required more than the words of her pious daughter to win her over to Christianity. Lucia's mother, who answered to the name of the Christian-sounding Eftihia, became seriously ill with a blood disease, perhaps a form of cancer, when she was taken to the shrine of St. Agathe in Catania, Sicily, where the daughter prayed for a cure involving over and over the name of St. Agathe, who had lived in the previous century. The ailing mother felt her daughter's loving spirit, and with it also felt refreshed and vigorous, walking away with her health restored and with an awareness that Christianity is the true religion. In accordance with pagan custom, Lucia had been committed in marriage as a child by her mother, who returned to Syracuse in total agreement with her daughter that this arrangement should now formally be dissolved. The dissolution of an engagement was not taken lightly in pagan circles, particularly when the intended groom had every intention of marrying the girl. Despite both women aware that the break would lead to serious consequences, the pagan family was apprised of the change of heart of the girl, particularly since she was confirmed a Christian, a confession of faith which only compounded the affront to the pagans. With the pagan emperor Diocletian in sympathy only with those who, like himself, had no sympathy for Christians, the full fury of the spurned suitor was turned on Lucia, who was summoned before a tribunal to answer for her actions. Saint Agathe had appeared in a vision to Lucia to forewarn her that she too would be martyred for Christ, and the vision's omen was now taking form. Nevertheless, Lucia made an eloquent plea in her defence, stating that it was not her intention to offend anyone, pagan or Christian, but that her religion precluded marriage to a pagan, stating further that she would be willing to marry a converted pagan to fulfil the promise in which she had no part, but she would observe as a compromise to custom. There was no compromising with Pascasion, the presiding Roman judge, and when Lucia refused to resume the pagan ways of her betrothed and consent to marriage, she was condemned not to die, but to suffer a degradation worse than death. The vindictive court sought to vilify her, as well as her Christian image, by forcing her to serve in a brothel for the amusement of a depraved Roman citizenry. Knowing this to be scarcely more than a prolonged agony to end in shame and death, Lucia refused to budge from the prisoner's dock, but her furious resistance was no match for the burly guard who attempted to take her away. An unseen power seemed to come to her assistance as guard after guard was repelled by the Christian girl, who preferred death to dishonour, and it was then that she was looked upon as some sorceress who would make a bad bride anyway. She was then instructed to disavow the king of kings of whom she spoke, but her defiance brought a platoon of guards lunging at her and a sword ended her life.